you guys. Welcome to the Skates Throats Podcast. This is your host, Chris Patton. And as always, I am joined by two beautiful, lovely bitches. On my left, I have Lolo Keegan. Lolo, say hello to the good people. What's going on, guys? That's it. That's all I got for today. That's all all you got? You're done? All right. Well, on my right, virtual right, I have Dakota LaShock. Dakota, say hello to the good people. What up? That's all I got. (laughs) That's all you got. Dakota, why don't you tell the people about the time we did our first episode and I slaughtered your last name? Oh, yeah, man. It was, uh, God, dude, what was it? It was, uh, LeShuck? Did you say LeShuck? Yeah, there ain't no such thing as halfway crooks. Yeah, man. (laughs) How could you you mess that up? That's like a relatively easy name. Right? Like, I've heard it butchered, especially when I was in the Army. Every every type of way it could have been pronounced, it was pronounced. I think my personal favorite one was someone pronounced it Lushock. Like, they just separated the S and the H. I just like I points just, for creativity, I guess. I just assumed it, like, because he liked hockey, that it was something fucking weird pronunciation. I just rolled with it. So, what shock, man? That's a good I, hockey last name to begin with. It is. I overthought it, and I I still apologize to this day. But uh, oh, like, how, how 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 are you guys living with the current state of things? How was your week? What'd you guys do? What'd you get into? Battlebots, bro. I got really fucking into BattleBots. I think I'm going to build me a BattleBot. The fucking G4 show where they, where the guy, where the dude from Mythbusters built like the most unstoppable bot and then they just banned them from playing. Exactly. But then you got ones with like saws on the front that just completely shred the living shit out of another robot. I mean, this is the type of shit that when robots take over, this is not going to look good for us. <laughs> All right, Keegan, <laughs> I'm going to ask you the same question. <laughs> what did you get into this week? <laughs> well, uh, so I was in my garage building a battle, but no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, honestly, uh, it's it a pretty dull week for me um, overall. You know, I got to got to peek in on the WNBA draft a little bit. Um, worked, you know, I had to do my real job uh, because I can't just sit here and podcast every day. Or can I? Uh and honestly, you know that between that and spending it with the kiddos, you know that my week's been uh been pretty uneventful. I I've been busy as shit. Why do you sound like you're eight miles away? Okay. How's that? Is that better? No, not no. at all. No. How's that? Is that better? You're getting there, but I mean, you still sound like you're down a hall. <laughs> Why don't you deal with this while I try to figure out my mic? Someone else leave the show for a sec. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, All right. you know, if we if somebody had sent us the notes, uh, we would have dealt with it. But yeah. uh, sadly, our our leader, all time greatest, you know, here decided that he was just going to do the notes by himself and lead the show. And uh, we're just I believe his exact here. words were, "Fuck it, we're going to do it live." Yeah, you know, just dicks in our hands, sitting in the wind right now. Oh yeah, man. It's, uh, this is this is this is the true beauty of podcasting. This is stuff not everybody gets to see because you usually get a podcast. It's all refined and stuff. Fuck no, not us. We do this shit as as it's supposed to be. Absolutely, you know, absolutely. So with uh, while we wait for Mister Patton here to fix his stuff off, 
Hang on. Uh, hang on. Let me. Uh, let me. Uh, while we're waiting, I figure uh, the uh, only only thing that would be appropriate is some music. You know, the stuff I, they I, play in. Uh... Nope. No music. I'm back. Oh, okay. I was about to start playing elevator music. Shut. Shut that shit down. <laughs> you sure? Because I've got it loaded up. <laughs> no. Uh. So the cats unplugged uh, my computer. Uh, I was on the laptop. The cats unplugged it. That's why you weren't getting any mic volume. It was like, hey, we got a power save, bro, because Windows, you know? So. This is why I'm a dog person, man. Alex, <laughs> don't do that shit. Cats I mean, will just come up and fuck your shit up for no reason. Yeah. I mean, I don't think this shit was intentional. They probably just walked by. I've done like no, a bizarre... that shit was intentional. I know cats. <laughs> I've done like six fucking hours of shows this weekend so far, so I'm a little loopy. Let's just go with that. Um... All right, so my week, like I said, I was uh, I I actually worked my ass off, lots of code, lots of boring stuff. Then I did uh, the the Geek Vibes versus podcast, which is out there on YouTube. Once again, if you're listening, check out Geek Vibes Nation. Good friends of the show, part of the show. Juwan's a great host. It was very uh, very very fun time. Keegan, you've you've been there. Did you have fun on the the talk show? I, uh, I mean, honestly, we've done a lot of it, it was mostly trivia when I did it um, with your versus show. It's different. But um, I, I really enjoy it. You know, Geek Vibes over there. It's a lot of the guys that, you know, are doing other podcasts under Geek Vibes and a lot of great people. Uh, you got AJ, Tia, um, Dom's over there. Juwan's in there. Martin and Kathy. Big shout out to them. They're always killing it with the Marvel and DC trivia. Uh, it's almost unfair because they... <laughs> All they do is binge watch Marvel and DC movies. But hey, you know, who am I to judge? <laughs> Just wait for them to do a horror one, man. I'll kill it. No yeah, pun I'm intended. Trying, I'm trying to get the horror one going and then also the sports one going because yes. I feel like uh, the sports one I might fare pretty well in. Now, see, I'm going to be honest totally with you. I'm going to be trash. Yeah, I'm trash at sports trivia. <laughs> I do a hockey podcast, but I'm trash at sports trivia. Geek Vibes does the one uh, sports podcast, and then it's just me and you just taking all the points. <laughs> I, I I remember like uh, like so Dakota's not wrong because he just forgets names. But I remember this one podcast we had where we were just like trying to figure out what the fuck Richard played for what team. <laughs> Mike Richards was the one that played for the Flyers. Brad Richards was the one that played for the King. And then you got Mike Richardson. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure there's another Richardson in there. And I just completely got them all tangled up. I mean, it was definitely a whole thing. And that's probably why you have like a one-star review on this podcast. Probably. Clearly. Yeah, it was that. It was that. I went and did it myself. I'm like, you fucking trash podcast. <laughs> all right. So do you guys want to talk about a little bit of hockey news? We got, we got some stuff this this time which is a little bit surprising but we do have some stuff uh one is <laughs> mr steven stamkos is expected to be ready for the lightning if the season resumes he is back from surgery he was out to six to eight weeks but if the season restarts he should be ready to roll um that being said i think it kind of alludes to the question of do you think the season will restart we kind of talked about it in previous podcasts obviously they're looking at I think they said three to four neutral site venues for the teams, which I'm assuming would be spread out, you know, south, east, west, north. Bring it to Georgia, man. I'll go. 
<laughs> so I made that same joke uh, about like let's let's put it in the Phillips Arena because Georgia don't give a fuck. But uh, no one no one thought that was very funny on the Hockey Buzz Buzz uh, podcast chat yesterday. But you know it it is what it is. Uh, my, I guess my thing, my first question is. Do you think hockey without fans actually matters? I think it does because if you've ever seen any kind of sport without fans, it is the most unsettling thing I have ever. It's just a bunch of grown men grunting and occasionally cursing at each other. Like there has to be fans there to buffer out that noise. Like I just, I I don't know, man. (laughs) I guess I'll pose the same question to you, Keegan. What do you think? That do uh, fans matter in the game of hockey? Uh, absolutely. Uh, where are the Thrashers right now? Oh, oh, did that one sting. Man, yeah. Yeah. fans. Meet me in the fucking parking lot after this episode. Bro. <laughs> You're fucking joking around. Our, our state's opened up, so me and me and Dakota are starting our own national hockey league that only happens in Georgia. <laughs> I'll start my own national hockey yeah. league with blackjack and hookers. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, Snoop Dogg. we'll have Snoop Dogg <laughs> at, at the he end of the day. Every, everyone wants to, everyone wants to go see a game. Right. But if that's, if that's not available, I'm pretty sure there's enough people that would watch a hockey game on TV. Granted it, no one's going to buy NHL TV just to watch that. Um, Cause that would, that's, I, I don't see people wasting money like that. Um, but I mean, if, if they if they're able to watch it on a major like sports network or their major broadcasting network, people will actually probably watch it. I would watch it, regardless of the team at this point. But I mean, yeah, you do need fans, but at the same time, you can get away with not doing it. It's all really dependent on you know the team and the area they're playing in. If they're playing in a middle of the road area where it's a neutral zone. They could probably get away with no fans and just broadcast it on TV and internet. But if it's their actual home arena without fans, that might be a bad look. Yeah, so, I mean, this is going to be difficult for some teams because I'm assuming they're probably looking at Washington being one of them, Trump being openly trying to open sports back up. You're you're sounding a little far away again, bud. Nope. Nope. I mean, it it won't surprise me if the NHL does open back up. I mean, over in England, you already have Arsenal um, guaranteed to practice on Monday, even though the lockdown is still in effect. So it wouldn't surprise me if you start seeing more and more teams coming together. Yeah, but logistically, it's going to be a nightmare because Canada's borders are still closed and are going to remain closed for a while. That is true. It's just, I mean... Until this whole thing is done and over with, I don't see how any sports can can get away with it. I mean, some obviously some international people are going to do what they do. Fuck, Belarus never even shut down. That dude doesn't care. <laughs> okay. Um, Am I better or worse? Eh, you're getting there. Okay. Well, fuck you guys. This is All the right. best it's going to get right now. <laughs> that works. I'm just kidding. Um, so, I... One thing that stands out to me about this entire situation is you're going to have forced 
they're talking about four arenas. So where do you do the four arenas? One's got to be in Canada, right? So probably. I would say, yeah, the Saddle Dome, probably the Scotiabank Saddle Dome. Yeah, so Toronto, and then you're looking at probably one in Washington, just because, like I said, I think Trump, and this is anything, I'm not getting political, I'm just saying he is trying to make sports happen again. He has a whole fucking Justice League of sports people, including Vince McMahon. Yeah, and, he has Vince McMahon. I was like, <laughs> And Dana White, and Robert Kraft, and a bunch of fucking, he's got the Sports Justice League on his side. Um, Florida is another one specifically Tampa. I'm thinking Tampa Bay lightning cause they've already opened up to wrestling. So they've already made that garbage happen. And one other, and it won't be California is the crazy part. So do you think maybe Vegas or Texas Vegas, because they have a wackadoo mayor too. That's trying to open. Yeah. Shit. Vegas is trying to open everything. Yeah. And, I mean, these are neutral site games, so it's not like uh, – they're neutral site games with zero fans. But yeah. you still have to, within the city guidelines, be able to prove that you're an essential business, which somehow Vince McMahon has done in Tampa. So, I'm assuming, like I said, I think they have one arena opening. Washington would probably be the next one. Um, Do you think he offered the uh, dude a contract if he let them uh, let them stay open? He's like, Listen. <laughs> He's like, come over here. Come over here. <laughs> let me talk to you about something. You get this through for me. There'll be a spot <laughs> open on my next card. You're going to love the way you look. <laughs> yes. Going to get you some overalls, maybe a beat up t-shirt. You ever wanted to be a professional wrestler? <laughs> <laughs> Yours just sounds like fucking Wolverine. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> hey, bub. <laughs> Come here, bub. <laughs> uh, but no, I, I mean, I think those are probably the, that would be the four places I would think that would have hockey first. Obviously, it's not going to be New York or Boston. No. Um, so you're looking to maybe Texas, Las Vegas, like I said, and then Tampa and Washington, because I feel like Washington will have to open the gates based on this crazy sports league. And even if they end up doing something like this, now you run into this problem. And this is like probably the most interesting thing to talk about. And this is a problem WWE is having right now with uh, their show NXT. I just talked about it, actually. Um, If someone that works for you lives in another country, how do you safely get them to... (laughs) America, when the borders are completely shut down, private jets, <laughs> private jets, do a sky jump. Yeah, but you got to skydive at like twelve thousand feet. <laughs> but you have to quarantine them, right? So, like, if if like Ovechkin, for instance, decided, and I don't know where Ovechkin lives, but if he decided he wanted to go back to Russia before all this stuff started, are you going to play the rest of your games without Ovechkin? No, that's the entire economy is <laughs> based around him. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, is Washington Capitals going to play without Ovechkin, or is the are the Penguins going to play without fucking Malkin? Um, or I mean, like, you basically, you guys get what I'm getting at. I, this is one thing that I haven't heard covered. I've listened to a lot of hockey podcasts. No one's talking about the actual travel part of this, which will in itself be an issue. Not just because of American restrictions on travel, but other countries' restrictions. Yeah, like I was just saying, Canada. Canada's got that. 
So uh, do you think just money talks, bullshit walks, it'll just happen if it happens? Or do you think that someone will step up and go, hey, guys can't travel and play games? I think someone's going to step up and say something, honestly. Uh, I just, uh, from a from a health standpoint, there's just no real safe way to go about doing this. Not yet, at least. I... So, I mean, the idea is that they're going to be doing testing and you're playing with a very limited number of people on the ice and a very limited camera crew and they're going to be spread out across an entire arena. So I don't want to say it's completely unsafe, but when you start... It's still yeah, hockey, though. When you start in, intermingling people traveling, right? Yeah. Now it becomes a whole different thing. And um, I just don't know. Keegan, what do you, what do you think, bud? I mean, they could, you know, pitch it the right way and be like, hey, listen, this could raise morale for the people that are in quarantine, you know, blah, 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 blah. If we can get people playing together, why don't we allow, you know, certain people, you know, X amount of people, you know, like the player and a travel team so that they're only interacting with those 10 people or what have you. And that's the travel teams where they get together, they travel, um, it's it's tough because you know now we're gonna look at the logistics of it. Somebody could step up and be like, "Hey, listen, if we can get this going and finish this out, we can raise morale, allow people to have you know something to look forward to while they're in quarantine, and allow these certain players to travel and get this done and get this squared away." I mean, at the end of the day, somebody's probably gonna pay off governments and just be like, "Yo, hey, listen, let it happen," and somebody's gonna be like, "Okay, yeah." It's it's and and now we have the impending thing. So if they start it now, right? Let's say we're obviously it's not going to start in the next month. But let's say they go the route of starting the league in January. You're not going to finish out the rest of the season before contracts expire. And and what does that mean for people whose contracts expire on what is it July first? And how does that? does that just not play in? Do they get extended? And if you don't play the rest of the season, how many of these owners, maybe of teams that weren't very good, are going to try to recap that money for the players that didn't play those games? Which, if they go in together, we run into a weird situation where now the Players Association is going to get involved. And it's already scary enough because the NHL, unlike other leagues has taken a full year off before and i feel like this could easily lead to that and especially if they decide to push the draft or not do the draft which has been in conversations and there's an expansion draft the next year um this stuff can get very hairy really quick so i'm just curious to hear you guys' thoughts on on that and i mean all of this is kind of circumstantial just based on you know what we've heard but uh what are you guys' thoughts? It's like I was saying. Um, I just... I get that people want this to happen and, it, like, there's a big push for it to happen, but unless there's a way, like... Even if you take all the precautions, you're still not taking 100% of the risk away. Which, and then you have to look at the bigger picture, does that do more harm than good? Because if you have one transmission 
Like, you're putting these people against other people. Like, it's going to spread. So, if you take aside the the, the obvious threat, right, in, in the virus, if you take that aside and you look at it from the standpoint of everything's okay, we have to start the season back in June. Let's say everything's okay by June. You have to start the season back. You still don't have enough time to complete all of your games plus the Stanley Cup before when the draft would be. And what does that push out? What does that look like? And is it even worth doing at this point? Because by now, like the playoffs would, the Stanley Cup would be basically done. Yeah, it'd, or, be, it'd be pretty close. So you're looking at pushing it forward. That pushes the draft forward. Do you skip the draft? Do you not skip the draft? What does that do for scouting? What does it do for players that will age up into the draft that possibly weren't there? And what does it do for your contracts? If you decide to run this, like run the rest of the season, let's say you start, like I said, let's say that everything is fine by June 1st and you start in June 1st, you have two months of hockey left because you still have to finish the rest of the games and do the playoffs, maybe even two and a half months, honestly. Your contract's in July 1st. What does that mean for the players? Are the players just going to get paid those game checks? And if the season gets canceled, are the owners going to say, hey, we're not going to pay those game checks because you didn't play those games? And if they even pay those game checks, does it count against the salary cap? So you can see how this is a huge conundrum that no one's really, as far as I know, I haven't heard anyone talk about or um, go into detail about because no one, obviously no one knows, but what is the speculation? What are your guys' thoughts on that, at least? Well, when it comes to the payment option, I mean, it, it could go either way. You know, the players could be like, you know, hey, we were slotted to play it. It's not our fault that the coronavirus happened. And, they, you know, the teams could look at it and be like, well, they didn't get played, so we get to save that money. Um, if your players' contracts that are up, if the season does go ahead and start, I could see them getting extensions, maybe, maybe you know, allowing, allowing some sort of, like, emergency extension for the remainder of the season or however long they want to do it. But, I mean, all that kind of stuff, man, it's it's up in the air. What I'd like to see, I would love to see the season restart. Um, if they don't have enough time, maybe maybe go to just, um, you know, like just conference games, like like the college football is looking at, you know, just or just division games, you know, just keeping, uh, taking away those, those interdivision uh, games and stuff like that and just kind of making an accelerated schedule. Will it suck in terms of, like, point standings and stuff like that? Yeah, it's going to hurt a couple teams. But it'll get the season out of the way, and we'll actually have what's left of hockey, you know? Yeah, very understandable. Dakota, what are your thoughts? To that point, though, if it is an accelerated season, um, say those teams that were kind of on the bubble, like, I mean, if either you got to look at it from a fairness standpoint. Everybody's got to have that shot. Um. I just, I don't, there's no way they're going to do this without pleasing everybody if they do. And I mean, my thoughts are you just shut it down. Next yeah, those are, that's, that's, that's where I'm at. And it sucks to say that as a Flyers fan with them doing as well as they were doing. Um, 
I just I, I see this from the grander scheme of things. Just let's start it again next season. Yeah, and I don't think they should declare a winner. Honestly, you can do a Presidents Cup if you want to do that, but don't put someone's name on the Stanley Cup because they won the most games. Yeah, it, it just it's an unearned victory. It, it's almost an unearned uh, thing. I mean, if if you want to do like a round robin tournament for every team and do some kind of weird chase cup, that could be a lot of fun. Like if you want to do a neutral site thing, let's say, like I said, if everything clears up in, in June and you still want to have hockey and have a product to put on TV, let's say like, look, Stanley Cup's not happening. This is called the King of the Mountain tournament, whatever you want to call it, right? And then you just have every team and it's one win and you're out. Right, just the same way they do the All Star Game, but play actual games, and then like whoever wins wins. That would be a whole lot of fun. Something they probably haven't thought about, which they should pay me for if they fucking steal my idea. But you could you do... can make those checks out too. Skates to throw. <laughs> Don't have an official skates. address or mailbox yet, but we'll get those one day. I mean, I get it. it's a it's a very wrestling mindset, but this isn't a normal situation. You could easily do like they do a sixteen team tournament already, right? Or was it is it it's sixteen, right? Yeah, sixteen. It's thirty two fucking teams. Expand it to thirty two. Do the playoffs. Don't do seven games. Do one one and dones. Give people really good a tournament style hockey, and do that with your professional players. If you want to do empty arena games at this point, I think the season is tainted because now, like if you're St. Louis, Tarasenko is back, which he would not have been back until the middle of the playoffs at this point. Like the whole aspect of the season has shifted and changed by this. Yeah. Um, I just, I don't see any way it's going to, there's just no way they could, really do it honestly much as i wish it was um no i just i i had a thought oh yeah uh, i have a thought none of us have taken into account yet what is this going to do for the expansion draft for the seattle team well this this is a whole chunk of the season that's now missing that scouts are going to be looking at you know this so I kind of brought that up a little bit earlier because they're talking about either doing this draft early or just not doing it at all. And if they don't do it at all, if you're a player, if you're a fucking team owner, you have to be pissed about that, right? Because now yeah. you have two drafts on top of each other it, because your college players won't be able to play probably next year. It's it's kind of looking like, I mean, unless there's some kind of miracle. Um so that season's indefinitely done. Scouts obviously can't go do their jobs. They can't travel. They can't. I mean, they're just scouting people on videotape, which is fine. Um, it's gonna be weird in general. And if I'm a if I'm a team owner and I have to put players on my team to be drafted by another team, and then we're gonna do two drafts back to back or something weird like that, that sucks. And I definitely wouldn't want to do that as someone that owns a team. <laughs> <laughs> And Keegan, you could speak it to this. You you guys have three great goaltenders. <laughs> you gotta pick one to put on chopping block, and there's no draft. <laughs> like say they skip a draft or something. How would you feel about that, bud? Nah, uh, be that'd be rough. That's uh, you know, you you're looking at it and you have no clue what you're gonna do. I mean, it's this is like a weird time and 
especially as a Rangers fan, you're looking at it, you're like, okay, so uh, we're, we've got three good ones, and we're losing one, and we have no chance of picking up a young guy. So we're, uh, I don't think anybody's really going to enjoy any of that. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, just like two hours ago, saying like the NHL is going to be the one that tries to go forward. I mean, the NBA's players have came out and said, like, pl- not playing in front of, pl- like, people, what's the point? Kind of. It's, like, LeBron said it originally and then dialed it back because he's kind of the face of the NBA. LeBron's so a piece make... of shit. Yeah. Oh, I'm man. not a fan. <laughs> okay. Well, we all grew up in the Jordan era, so that's yeah. uh, the, the the Jordan, Kobe, Allen Iverson era. But for other people, he did come out and say, like, not playing in front of fans, that kind of sucks. And then a lot of the other NBA followed that, and the NBA is just done. Like, they're not even talking about coming back, but the NHL is, which I appreciate. And um, I guess, what do you guys think about just doing a 32-game, like I said, 32-team tournament? You split the divisions, you do a tournament, right? And instead of a Stanley Cup, you just give it a different name, and it's a one-time thing, but it's also... The only time you're ever gonna win it. <laughs> it's literally a trophy made out of a beer keg. <laughs> but it's also one thing that you could hang on your franchise banner that no other team would ever have unless something like this happens again. That's true. That is very true. I didn't think about that, but that would be pretty cool. Ladies and gentlemen, your Corona Cup winners. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally a keg of Corona. <laughs> I mean, I know it comes off very fucking Thunderdome like running man, but if you're going to do empty arena games, do we really need to finish out the season at this point? Like like I said, the season shifted so much because there's going to be so many people coming back from injuries. They're, it's it's not the same. No, You can't call it the same. Teams that had momentum could have just, you know, up and lost that momentum. And then you're going to have out-of-shape players who were in good playing form before. Can you imagine <laughs> Phil Kessel after a quarantine? <laughs> No, I'm pretty sure he's retiring next year. <laughs> he just comes out, still has hot dogs in his hand. He's like, ah, fuck, we got to go back. <laughs> no, he comes out to game night and he forgot to even get dressed. He comes out in like pajama pants and a tight fitting t-shirt and <laughs> socks with sandals. <laughs> I just assume Kessel's sitting alone in his one seat movie theater <laughs> looking at his glitter poster with Mariah Carey. Yeah. Oh man. So um we did have some signings and I'm going to try to pull it up if I can find it, but there's a bunch of garbage on NHL's website, but Elvis Elvis for Columbus signed. How do you guys feel about this guy? I mean, he likes the team. It's it's a no-brainer for him. He does good there. I'm I'm looking forward to seeing more of him. What are your thoughts, Keegan, as a goaltender? I mean, you know, just like uh, just like Dakota said, he he's been playing pretty strong, you know, with Columbus. He's doing well over there. Um, I mean, yeah, if if he's staying if he's staying with a strong team and he feels comfortable with the people he's got in front of him, I I wouldn't walk away. I mean, he's tied for. Second in shutouts right now with five. So I got my information up. Tied second in shutouts at five. He's 26 year old. They're giving him a two year deal at four million, 
which I think is a fucking discount for how good this this cat actually is. Obviously, he had some struggles at the beginning because they thought he was going to be their number one. And then when it, he kicked into gear, he really did kick into gear. Like I said, he had, you know, second in shoutouts, five shoutouts. That's cr- pretty crazy. And he's fifth in goals against. I mean, the guy's an absolute fucking monster. Four million dollars seems like a steal. Um, I think this is a great signing for Columbus. And it's probably one that's going to keep old torts in business for at least one more year as a coach. Never give up. Honestly, I would love for Tortorella to come back on the market because I, I mean, there are, there are a couple of teams that that would benefit greatly from having him as a coach. He's one of my favorite. He's probably my favorite coach in the NHL. Oh yeah, Tort. I think I think I said that my first ever my first upper episode was that uh, Tort is definitely one of my favorite coaches because he does not give a damn. He will go after what he feels is right. But uh, when it comes to the the Latvian Elvis here. Um, I mean, if you look at his stats, you know, from from previous leagues when he played for uh, Lugano, I mean, the dude the dude was nasty there. You know, playoffs damn near every year with them. And uh, with a .92 or a .92 average, the kid is a monster. So I, I feel like he can do a lot of good uh, with Columbus. And if he feels comfortable with the people in front of him, like I said, I, you should rock it. And I guess – Talking of that and knowing that the contracts will expire in July 1st if everything goes as planned and hopefully the players just get played and there's not some or paid, not played. Hopefully the players get paid. If they get played, they're not getting their money, which would suck. Hopefully they get paid, right? And then July 1st comes around. We've got a lot of co- contracts. And one of the big names that's out there of what he's going to do is Holtby. Yeah. Is do you think that's going to be a re-sign or do you think that's going to be a trade? And I will say this about Holtby: it seems like everywhere he goes, he has to battle for his job and prove that he has to battle for his job. If anything, he's kind of like Mark Andre Fleury a little bit, where he would be if, if you put him some. <laughs> if the the expansion draft was now and he went to Seattle, they'd be like, this guy's fucking incredible (laughs) but it's a weird situation when you look around the league i mean there's just not a lot of goaltending openings honestly i don't know i it's hard to say is samsonov still backing him up it was samsonov still his number two or have they got another one in there now because if samsonov samsonov's not a terrible goalie um i don't think he's number one goalie caliber uh, and it's like you said, there's just, there's not a lot of openings right now unless he decides to go to Seattle, uh, which is an option for a lot of players. Well, I mean, he's not. I mean, he won't be able to go to Seattle until the following year, so he'd be one year removed. But yeah. you, as far as I mean, Samsonov, as far as I know, has stepped up as a goaltender for them and looks like their next goaltender. And once again, Holby's been good this year. By by all, all accounts, um, but he's also in a situation where he's older. That contract's going to cost a lot of money. Do you spend money on the goaltender? Do you not spend money on the goaltender? It's very much the Pittsburgh Penguins. 
from previous years, especially the Caps, because the Caps still have a shot at the Cup. I mean, if the if we end up doing this shit, I guess, if we end up doing a Stanley Cup playoffs, the Caps are still there. Like, they still have a shot, and he would be part of that team. But with it sitting out for the rest of the season, for instance, if that happens, his contract's done. Do you bring him back? Uh, you know, I, I wouldn't, I mean, you do have Samsonov who has, like you guys have been saying, has been making a pretty good, a pretty strong, you know, effort to show that he is, you know, a good goaltender. And I think just like everyone else, he wants, he wants to get on that playtime. And I think what's going to happen is they're, they might, they, well, I don't think it will happen. Maybe, maybe. Let's say maybe it'll happen. Maybe Holtby isn't going to be a capital with uh, with Elvis moving up because I, I really feel like it's it's going to be like a uh, a Shesty a Shesty Orkin incident where you're going to have this young kid who's going to come in and he's going to end up being one of your go tos, and then you're going to get stuck. You'll be like, all right, well, who do we drop down? Who do we get rid of? And you, you can't take Holtby and be like, hey, you're going to the AHL for a little bit. You can't do that. <laughs> so it's it's going to be interesting to watch regardless. It, it's interesting to watch and talk about. But to some extent, like Holtby just won you a cup, right? Not that right. far removed. Took you to the playoffs. He's still a really good goaltender. Do you, Ovechkin's in the last of his days. Do you really want to rely on not having a great one and two. And this is very much the running back in NFL, right? Where would you rather have a really good one and two and just overpay this guy a little bit to stay? And maybe you can even convince him to take a discount to some extent. The The thought of Holtby leaving the Capitals with Ovechkin kind of in, in the twilight. Well, I hope it's not the twilight. I hope Ovechkin plays until he's 50 or like at least till Yager years, which is like 43 or whatever. <laughs> He'll play till he's 80. <laughs> but you get you guys get what I'm saying is like, do you because you start moving goaltenders and pieces start moving and then you get it's not. It's not guaranteed you're going to have the Pittsburgh Penguins situation. You could very much end up with the Detroit Red Wings situation if Ovechkin decides to just hang it up after he sat at home and done nothing but drunk beer for the past three or four months. <laughs> I don't know. He was making cute videos with his kid. Give him credit, man. It wasn't just drinking beer. I mean, you can drink beer and make cute videos. Like, actually, if you're drunker and you're like kind of on the same level as the kids, probably better. Yeah, that's true. I didn't think about that. Um, I don't know. I, I if I had to guess, I would say he'd probably he'd probably head off and go to a different team. Uh, it's just the the question becomes, what team does he go to? And to me, the only answer is is Calgary because I think that team is there and having a veteran goalie would be perfect for them. And if it was, if we were one year later and it was Seattle, I'd say Seattle number one with a bullet, they should take him. Cause I feel like he would, it would be him. And, uh, uh why can I not think of his name from the Rangers? Uh, Lundquist. Oh, no, not Lundquist. Georgia. Chester. Yeah. George, Georgie, 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 Georgie. Georgie. 
Georgiev would probably be those two top goaltenders because I think they're both really talented. They might take Holtby just because of the experience, but Georgiev would probably be my choice. So I don't know. It's, 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 I just don't know if you mess, if you try to mess with your goaltending lineup too much and you got to play seven games in the Stanley Cup and something happens. Ugh. Like next year, you don't have Holtby. You got like, ah. People just underrate goalies so much, and then they turn up so hard in the playoffs, as uh, Fleury has shown in the past, but still gets traded from his team. I, I feel like the Fleury-Holby thing to me is like kind of the same level as far as conversation goes. That's a fair point. I would say so. I can respect um, that. Yeah, we've we've been on we've been on the flurry topic before. You know how I feel about him. He's a great goaltender. I think he's really found his home with uh, Vegas. I mean, I I think he found his home when he won two Stanley Cups, and then no one gave a shit about him because Penguins fans are just bad fans. Yeah, <laughs> Vegas appreciates him more anyway. It's like, how do you win two two cups for? <laughs> what is the level of? Love. New Jersey Devils got three with Brodeur, right? That's three cups. The Devils will ride or die with Brodeur no matter what. When they brought Snyder in, people were like, you should start Brodeur. <laughs> Even though he was fucking way too old to start. That's love. Penguins fans, you guys gave this guy way too much shit. Like, way too much shit. All right. I'm not, I don't want to start down that road. But I will say uh, another goalie that's intriguing whose contract is ending and it opens up a huge gap in this team's lineup. Who's on a rebuild. Um, and depending where they fall in the draft, it could be interesting on what they draft. Cause there is a really good goaltender. that could go in the first round this year. Uh, Detroit Red Wings are Jimmy Howard's contracts up, which is also our player highlight. So look at the, look at that fucking segue. I'm the best. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> So Jimmy Howard's contract's up. Jimmy Howard, obviously a great goaltender. He's played for Team USA. Very solid in that. Played for Maine. There's great games. I Actually, me and Dakota were talking about this earlier. There's great games of him and Corey Snyder, the Maine versus BC college uh, feud there, where like one guy stops 36, one guy stops 35, and one goes in double overtime or whatever. Like Both great goaltenders. Howard... Um, been a little injury prone. I think he lost a little bit of confidence when they put Morazic over him a few years ago. Then Morazic got shipped out. Then Howard was once again their starting goaltender. And now Bernier is their starting goaltender. And Howard is pretty much out of a job. Also, I don't think Bernier is a starting goaltender. I think he did okay for the Red Wings. Which is hard to say because they lost like a bazillion games. Uh, so it's really hard to judge on whether he was playing good in net or, or what, but, um, they do have a shot at a goaltender. Let's say they fall third or fourth. There is a goaltender up there that, uh, would, is considered to be a number one pick, which when's the last time we had number one goalie pick Bruder? Is that the last one? I don't really follow devil's picks. Didn't they get Jack Hughes last season? I'm not talking about the de- – wait, what are you talking about? I said the last time we had a goalie's number one overall. Oh, pick. fuck. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm way off. <laughs> yeah, stop smoking weed during the podcast, bro. I wasn't smoking weed. I was looking up Jimmy <laughs> Howard's statistics. 
When's the last time we had a number one? Can can someone Google this real quick? Yeah, I'm looking it up right now. Right. Because I, I think it might be Brodeur, which would have been 93-94. But there, there's a goalie up there now. So if you're Detroit, Holpe's sitting there. You know you're not going to be probably even a playoff team next year. And le- I mean, granted on anything's possible depending on the draft and free agency, but you have to lower expectations. What are you doing net? If you're Detroit, like Jimmy Howard's moving out. He's been their goaltender for what the past God, I want to say since, since I've been watching at least 2012, he's been their goaltender or one of their goaltenders. Yeah, that sounds about right. He's been there for quite a while. You guys are just full of personality today. Hey, yeah, you I have know. me looking up your stuff here, dickbag. Yeah. Uh, it looks like the highest uh, highest drafted goaltender most recently was Mark Andre Fleury, who went in the first round. Oh, he was the first pick in 2003 by Pittsburgh. Rick DiPietro in 2000. That's but was, it, was he the first pick in the first round? Um, it's that doesn't no, mean. that's first pick. First pick just means they picked him first. It doesn't mean, but that uh, probably means he's in the first round, which would mean he's the other goaltender besides Brodeur. There's a gap there where it was like everyone thought the Devils were crazy. They drafted Brodeur. I guess at that time, probably everyone thought the fucking Penguins were crazy, and then they won two two Stanley Cups. Um. I think the Red Wings might be in that situation because it's a toss-up. You got to win the draft lottery, right? So if you fall, I don't think they have anyone in their system that is a standout goaltender, and and it's every team is kind of set in that. I don't feel like, like I said, I think with the exception of like Calgary, who might will who will probably pick up Holtby when he comes into the market. Like that goalie market's really really weird right now. Chris, I just want to let you know, uh, round one, the first pick in the 2003 draft class was Marc-Andre Fleury by the Pittsburgh Penguins. So suck my dick. I just said, I was like, the fir- I thought you said first overall pick. Yes, he was. The first overall pick in the draft. 2003 draft, round one, first pick, Marc-Andre Fleury. Who's drafted after? Eric Stahl. Ah, fucking Stahls. <laughs> Stahls. Who's drafted after Eric Stahl? Someone that doesn't suck. Nathan Horton. <laughs> and welcome to the podcast where we go individually, name by name, through the various drafts throughout the years. Who's drafted after the guy that I don't remember? Shut up. Anyway, <laughs> since we're on the topic of goalies, I'm going to go ahead and throw something out here. Uh, as everyone knows, our good friend David Ayers from the... Uh, Carolina Hurricane fame after he <laughs> helped Carolina beat Toronto Maple Leafs 6-3 as an emergency goalie. He actually just wanted a emergency fund to benefit kidney disease patients during the coronavirus quarantine. Uh, he, his hope is to raise $100,000 
you know, just for the cause, whether it, you know, be transplants, post-transplants or dialysis to help people with kidney disease. Um, he actually himself uh, had a transplant done in 2004 during the SARS outbreak with his mother being the donor. So he understands what's going on and what these families are looking at and everything like that. So he, I, in my opinion, this is this is one of the best ways you could possibly use your little 15 minutes of fame is to help other people like this. A lot of respect for this guy. And you, 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 you I should have known he was going to do something like this because, I mean, after after he won, what did he do? Didn't he end up selling a bunch of stuff that, you know, he knew he could sell and donated that money to charity? Like, yeah, he's a good dude through and through. You know, it's crazy to think that whole situation was just like over two months ago, and it literally feels like a lifetime ago. Yeah, you know, it, it does because it was yeah, it was just a couple months ago, and it feels like this was it's. It, I could oh god, it feels so long. It's, yeah, it's oh my god, these hats are terrible. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Sorry. Um, no, it, I love anytime someone can take a platform and try to make it positive, whether it's five dollars or five hundred thousand dollars. That's a that's a good move. And I, I think you like you said, he had like five minutes of fame. But you know what? Is there any other Zamboni driver that's ever won a game in the NHL? And then just been a good guy after that. And then just been instantly become a Danny McBride type character. Yeah. The last yes. <laughs> Listen like here, fuck sticks. Not... <laughs> I got called to play one game for the NHL. Like how do you not make to be the PE teacher? Fucking Disney right now is like we're about to pay this guy so much money. Oh yeah. <laughs> like this is like this is such a good guy thing. I love it. But I also I didn't get your answer on who should play goalie for the Red Wings next year. You didn't get my answer. I didn't get Keegan's answer. Ah. He dodged it. And Fucking said anybody, the, man. He basically said the Zamboni driver <laughs> just went into a different yep. spiel. I'm going to call David. I'm going to call David right now. <laughs> now All right. With, with Howard, honestly, I, I think Howard should pack it up. You think he's done? Yeah. I mean, maybe maybe not done with hockey altogether, but I think he I think he's done in Detroit. That's, that's not his place to shine. Do you... I mean, this is kind of just because I loved watching Howard. If Snyder's done after this year, if he still wants to play backup, because or Howard is is still, and I would say is still a good goalie, and Snyder blew his hip out, and he's never really been the same. I would love to see Jimmy Howard come play backup for McKenzie Blackwood. Get some veteran leadership there. Solify, uh, solidify the, the New Jersey Devils net a little bit it's not a hard ask um but there i'm sure there's other teams looking for a backup i, I at this point is curry's a backup goalie oh absolutely so it's for sure it's just uh it's a it's a weird thing i mean the devils don't have the ability to have eight thousand goalies like the, <laughs> the rangers and the flyers right now jesus christ we hey. have one man if blackwood yeah. goes down Team's done. <laughs> we might not have Stanley Cups, but we're the only NHL team to go through like nine goalies in a season. <laughs> so suck on that. I'm I'm just saying, like, 
the goalie prospects for the Rangers and Flyers and a lot of other teams look really good. The Devils, like, we have one really good, <laughs> we have one really good goaltender. Hope nothing bad happens. It's terrifying. We got we got one goaltender, and then there's this guy that we know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, essentially, like, yeah, I'm looking at the. I watched the. I in. I actually was talking to you even back then, Dakota, when I was watching these preseason games. I was like, all these goalies are terrible. Yeah, you knew as soon as the first preseason started, you're like, oh, we're not going to be good this year. Oh, that's nuts. <laughs> like, Blackwood was good. Snyder looked good in the preseason. But like I said, I, I think he's just got too many miles on him. Same thing as Jimmy Howard. He's playing behind a bad defense for a long period of time, especially at the level that Jimmy Howard was. Uh, I mean, Snyder is a different story just because the Devils were terrible. And, and Detroit did push playoffs with Howard even after the cusp of what Detroit once was, he just, yeah, man, that guy brutalized himself for that team. And it's something that should be respected. And hopefully, you know, even after our Howard leaves Rangers fans, remember it's like, Hey, yeah, it was pretty fucking good. Maybe I should get a Howard Jersey when he retires or something. Solid point. <laughs> Also, he played for Team USA, so yeah. fucking respect. Respect where respect. <laughs> that's the only, that's the only Howard jersey you should be buying. Let's be real here. All right, so let's get into these fucking Islanders. <laughs> God, they're fucking like the the one. Okay, the one on the very right, the one that just says Islanders. That one's okay, but the other two, that's like fucking dad fisherman hats. It took me 10 seconds to figure out that wasn't a fucking whale. Just painted orange, by the way. <laughs> oh, I knew right away it was Long Island. <laughs> it's like, I knew right away it was trash as soon as I looked at it. That's kind of how I felt. I don't uh, know. I, I don't hate the one on the very right, but the other two, they can fuck right off. Those are horrible. Okay, These so let's hold on, hold on. They let's, look like something... Remind... Let's remind Dakota that no one else can see what we're talking about here. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, if you guys were looking at the picture of this, if you will, a hat that is white with a blue <laughs> button at the top with <laughs> Islanders in a kind of pretty cursive with a 3D rendering of the city of Long Island or the, uh, yeah, the city of Long Island uh, with a star on there. And then it's got a blue brim. That's the one I like. The other two are just, I'm not even going to describe them because they're, they're fucking terrible. See, the one I looks have... like just a logo for a fishing company. This, this is partially my fault because I did just throw this into a chat. <laughs> I will say, it looks like every hat you would get at an airport. Like, yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> this is like novelty store hats. <laughs> if you get off and you're like, man, I'm in Long Island. I just landed. There's I just got to get me one of those hats. <laughs> That's what they look like. <laughs> Complete trash. Yeah. So with the hat you're talking about, where it has the, the orange, uh, it, it's got the team colors. It's the 3D rendering place. of the, the, the island of Long Island. Right. I think that is probably the ugliest hat I've ever seen. I, I feel like they were going for like a retro look because it honestly looks like the old logo of Gordy's place. Where they use the the green G <laughs> and the blue hockey stick, and it it looks absolutely horrible in my opinion. Um, however, I do enjoy the one that has N Y I in the background with 
Long Island going across the lettering. I, I really enjoy that because it's very modern and it's very sleek. But outside outside of that, that first one that we were talking about that you really enjoy, I, I it looks way too retro for the Islanders at this point in time. And the middle one, it's two lighthouses that ha- that say L.I., and it honestly, that looks like a clip art that somebody just kind of pasted onto a hat. Yeah, it looks like, absolutely terrible. Clippy recommended that shit. I guarantee you, Clippy's the one that fucking recommended that shit. That little dumb paper clip. <laughs> Clippy I, or Gritty went up and was like, Clippy think do this, this. I think you. I can't believe you like this NYI one with this like stupid. Yeah, that looks like hat. the hat that guys wear in their trucks when they're recording a rant about why they don't like the country right now. Okay, now hold on. Now hold <laughs> this on. hat I looks like something you would buy at a flea market for $5 and then like another Islanders fan would be like, why didn't you buy a real Islanders hat? Yeah, fucking idiot. <laughs> this, hat, this hat is like reminiscent of like EMS company hats. <laughs> You know, like you work for like Rescue One. This is the hat that you're gonna get. <laughs> Just RS One. <laughs> I mean, I didn't even look at the Twitter comments on this, but I'm sure we roasted it enough. <laughs> Honestly. All right. Well, to be fair, they all look terrible. <laughs> We'll just say they all look terrible. Don't try to defend the one on the the right side that also looks terrible. The NHL is telling us it's time to start binge watching classic NHL games on their thing that you still have to pay for versus the NBA, which is free right now. Are you guys stoked on that? Not doing it. <laughs> okay. No, well, I already no, paid I refuse. for it which I feel like they should give me a discount and probably some money back since I'm missing games, but I guess that's never going to happen. Nah, yeah, not, not NHL, NHL, man. No, NHL Planet Fitness. Designing charging you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't give a shit if you're here or not. We're still going to charge you. <laughs> so what do you do about blackout games if there's four stadiums that every team plays? This is going to be the problem, man. You're like... We could go on about this for literally hours about the literal logistic nightmare of trying to do four neutral sites games. Who gets the broadcasting rights? You know, who gets commercial rights? Who's going to sponsor the thing? You know, there's literally a billion questions. That's why they plan these events out like the All-Star game months and months and months in advance. My rant is over. I'm I'm done. fun to talk about because what else are we going to talk about let's talk about my hall of fame inductee this week that we bailed on multiple weeks in a row listen last time last time it was a tragedy okay and you know i'm still not fully recovered from that so it was needed (laughs) very sucks my hall of fame hall of fucking awesome nominee is the mario lemieux Standing at six foot four, two hundred and thirty pounds, playing the position of center for the Pittsburgh Penguins, one of the greatest players to ever play the game. Six hundred and ninety goals, a thousand thirty-three assists, one thousand seven hundred and twenty-three points. Longest goal-scoring streak, twelve games. Longest point streak, forty-six games. Most goals in a season, 85. Most assists in a season, 144. Most points in a season, by one. Missed it by one. 
199. Let's 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 just talk about the man that is Mario Lemieux. I think you forgot to mention in that intro that he literally kicked cancer in the dick and came back stronger yeah. than ever. He, he kicked cancer in the dick, came back stronger than ever, retired, came back stronger than ever. This man is the best. This was the very first hockey jersey I ever owned, and for a brief period of time, I was a Penguins fan before I saw the light and became a Flyers fan. Uh, yeah, Mario Lemieux will always be my number one favorite player, hands down. I mean, my number one favorite player, hands down, is always going to be your own. I love Mario. <laughs> He's yeah. a fucking great player. And let's we'll talk a little bit about Super Mario. Keegan, what are your thoughts on the Super Mario? I mean, what? I can't even try to break him down and just be angry with him. I mean, the guy's, you know, uh, the Hockey Hall of Famer. He's won two cups as a player and three as a coach. Um, countless, countless trophies, MVPs, all-star teams, all-rookie teams. I, the, the guy is a monster. Guy is a monster. He was a monster on the ice, and I, I can't say anything bad about the guy. He's truly is one of the greatest players to play the game. I mean, him and Gretzky sharing most of these records. That that tells you enough. But he'd throw hands. Gretzky won't throw hands, but Mario will throw hands. <laughs> I'm still thinking about that little, like, sissy fight that Claude and uh, Crosby had. <laughs> um, no, nah, like, Mario Lemieux, I think, may have, may have been considered the next great one, if not the great one, if his career wasn't shortened by such uncircumventable bullshit that he went through. I mean, I think he was one of the the best players of all time, and definitely someone you could put up there with Wayne Gretzky as like, no, they were the best. And you can argue this throughout every generation, but Mario Lemieux, watching him play, the way he scores, his ability to score, it, it's it's a mixture of Gretzky and Brett Hull to some to some extent, because he like where Gretzky is a really good setup man, and and had a good shot. Like, Brett Hole had a snipe. And Mario's a little bit of both of that, but he also skates so effortlessly. It's like he's just gliding in air. It's not even on the ice. He's just floating he's a superhuman. Yeah, he's a superhuman for sure. And for a guy that's 6'3", 230 pounds, the man was a very fucking impressive skater. <laughs> Let's just say this. Absolutely. Absolutely. Just an amazing an amazing player to watch, an amazing coach, an amazing owner, too, as he is the current owner of the Pittsburgh Penguins. And, I mean, look at him. He's obvious. He's just a man made for hockey. He really is. And, I mean, even after, the, like like we've talked about in the past, after Crosby got drafted, he's like, guess what? You live with Mario Lemieux now. This is your <laughs> new home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, can you imagine getting drafted by a team and be like, ah, by the way, uh, greatest one of the greatest players to ever play the game. You're going to be staying with him. He's going to be coaching you. <laughs> You're like, ah, all right. No pressure, I guess. <laughs> so, I mean, I guess the big debate here is that the world could have been a whole lot different if the Penguins didn't honestly send a bunch of players to the HL and intentionally tank. Because the Devils had the second round pick that year. <laughs> so they could have had Lemieux. This is all fucking terrible. <laughs> yeah, as a Devils fan, you know, he's got to say it once an episode. 
it uh, it personally hurts that a one of the greatest players did not go to the team that I enjoy watching. Uh, much 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 like me, I personally wish that Sidney Crosby would have signed with the Flyers instead of the Penguins. But uh, say la vie. I was more talking about the the the, the actual draft itself, uh, the the Lemieux draft. Oh no, I'm just giving you shit. I know. <laughs> oh, okay. I was just yeah. like because that is a very famous season in which Pittsburgh hard sent every player they could and injured pretty much everyone they could. They had a stacked IR. They had like people down. Like this is the reason I hate the Penguins, honestly. Yeah, still to this day, fuck the Penguins. Mario Lemieux is cool, but fuck the Penguins. Yeah. Absolutely, 100% Hall of Fucking Awesome. I'm all in on Hall of Fucking Awesome. Keegan's going to get any last statements. I am all in. Balls deep with this, boys. So all the way in. Throw this out there. I'm going to give you a top five. Right? I'm Bobby with it. Hull. Okay. Bobby Hull. Gordy Howe. Wayne Gretzky. Mario Lemieux, Rocket Richard, where you place them in your top five? Oh, come on now. Yeah, no, man, that's <laughs> not even fair. All right, shot out of a bullet. Number one with a bullet, Mario Lemieux. Number two, Wayne Gretzky. Number three, not one that you said, but Stan Makita. Just number three for me. Love him to death. Uh, number four? I did pick Bobby Orr. Number four, Bobby Hall. Number five, Gordy Howe. I'm just trying to keep all right um number one wayne gretzky you can't nickel and dime the great one all right number two gordy Howe. number three lemieux number four hall and number five Always and always and always, whether you say him or not, his name will go in here. I swear to God, if you put Henrik Lundqvist in here, <laughs> I'm for sure going to beat the shit out of you in the parking lot. <laughs> it was going to be messy. Eh? Oh, God. Uh, that's it. I'm, I'm out. But we're done. I think Messier is an okay. I mean, I don't think. Yeah, it's not a terrible pick. I'm just giving you that's shit. Like, you know, that's like a fun throw in there. Well, I couldn't, I couldn't put in gritty. So. Yeah. Well, gritty number one for me in the mascots of any sport anywhere. Well, gritty. My top five: Broder, 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 Broder. Is this Broder's team of all goalies? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Where no one can get the puck away from him. Exactly. You just have a wall of goalies. <laughs> In case you guys didn't know, Chris is a Devils fan. <laughs> As a Devils fan. <laughs> As a Devils fan. Um, no, I, all right, I'll give you... I'll, I'll, I'll go with this list. Gretzky, Lemieux, Hull, Richard, and uh, who, who else did I throw on there? There's one other person. Uh, Gordy Howe. Yeah, Howe. I I think Howe actually I could. Howe I'd probably switch with Maurice Richard. That's fair. I mean, Maurice Richard was an important player to the NHL as well as being a great player. But you know, it's like 
You've also got Gretzky, Lemieux, Hall, all of them. Well, they're both in the Hall of Fucking Awesome, all right? Yeah, exactly. They get, they get love. You go back yeah. and listen to the Maurice Richard episode. I get to tell you about how Canadians were strangely racist against French people. It's great. It's all fun. <laughs> Don't you love history? <laughs> But, I mean, that's what happened. I mean, yeah. like, I'm not fucking bringing it. Like, watch the Rocket movie. It's pretty good. And also, uh, you know, French players got paid less than normal players that weren't French-Canadian. That was a thing. It's an actual thing. I'm not just fucking making shit up. But anyways, I think this is it for the show. I'm going to send it over to you guys to say your goodbyes. I'll start with you, Keegan. Say your goodbyes to good people. All right, ladies and gentlemen. So I guess that's going to do it for this episode's Skates to Throats. Uh, as was stated, my name is Lolo Kigan. You could find me uh, damn near anywhere. L-O-L-O underscore K-E-E-G-A-N. You could find me on Xbox, Lolo Space Keegan. And uh, you want to catch these hands? Currently, I'm playing Daisy. So if you want to catch me in the tree line, I will have probably already seen you, and I'm waiting now. Right. Yeah, well, maybe if your microphone worked, you could talk yeah, some, I know. Uh, talk some it, shit. It's, it's kind of hard for you to talk shit when you sound like a freaking church mouse. Hey, listen, it's really funny. Listen, yeah, yeah, you want to say catch these hands, but you won't catch these hands. <laughs> can't catch these hands if you can't catch this breath. I can just, I can just edit all of this out and only play dance like devil's tough moments yes yes <laughs> just super cut all the times you've ever said as a devil's fan together and then we just have two one star ratings on itunes yes <laughs> as a devil's fan this shit can go fuck off hey well i'm sorry that my mic stopped working can't, can't yeah, do anything a- about that but also like i saw you on daisy i don't know what the fuck that is Hey, Dakota, how's your yes. shake going? Uh, Say goodbye sh- to the good people. Yes, uh, you can find me at LaShock Dakota on Twitter. Uh, don't ever tweet anything or, well, you know, occasionally, <laughs> unless it's like a, uh, yeah, I don't even have a fucking schedule. Just follow me. I might post something funny every once in a while. Uh, you can also catch me on uh, Star Wars Saturdays, which is Geek Vibes Nation's newest uh Star Wars uh, centered show of which I happen to be regrettably I'm a giant Star Wars nerd I tried not to be but as soon as Disney Plus launched I fell right the hell back into it and uh, well here I am now so <laughs> yeah you can catch us on uh, on Star Wars Saturdays uh, after this I'm actually going to record that so well uh, if you if you go over there just uh, say hi or don't I don't care <laughs> I'm terrible at outros, dude. You can't let me do this. I mean, are are you terrible or are you the absolute best just dropping mics all the time? Like whatever. I don't care. You're like Raven in WCW. Oh, yeah, man, I got the shopping cart. Yes, I got the shopping <laughs> cart and everything. All yeah, right. Well, today's panel. low energy episode. <laughs> Listen, man. I thought it was a pretty high-energy episode in which we talked about most news that people didn't want to talk about, which is, like, there's no fucking hockey season. Uh, well, it it's wasn't high, it was high something, but it wasn't high energy on this end. <laughs> it's it's pretty done. Uh, 
pray for the draft. Hopefully the Devils win the draft lotto, because why wouldn't they? And <laughs> all that being said, you can guys can hit me at, at Chris R. Patton on Twitter, Christopher.r.patton on Facebook. I was also on uh, GVN Game Night, so check out Geek Vibes Live as always. Everyone, have a great weekend. Be safe. Take care of yourselves. Tell everyone you know you love them, and don't be an asshole about it. And uh, peace out, and let the geek vibes be with you.